29,490 New Zealand dollars. What does this number mean? This is how much my little business has made in the last month. The month of August was my biggest month of revenue to date and I'm a little bit mind blown by the number, I'm not gonna lie. And the reason I'm sharing this with you today is because I really wanna show you how much potential there is for building an online business with under 10,000 followers, how much money you can actually make. And in today's episode, so we're going to be diving into my Instagram strategy, how I'm making this kind of money, how I'm selling my services and all my tips and tricks for growing on Instagram right now. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. Guys, it feels so good to be sitting back down at the microphone again. Welcome back. Season two, baby. At least this is what I'm calling it. We've recorded 40, over 40 episodes of this podcast so far. And if you hadn't noticed, I took a little bit of a break recently. I decided to just focus on a few other things in my business, one of which was a really exciting Instagram challenge, which we're going to talk about more in today's episode. I'm going to go over the results of this 30-day challenge. I'm going to talk about why I actually decided to do this challenge. And probably what you're most interested to hear about is, was it actually worth it for me? I thought this would be a really exciting episode to come back with because I know how much you guys love learning about Instagram strategy and Instagram strategy is forever changing. It's one of the both positives and negatives about working in this industry, right? It's always exciting. Things are changing. You always have a new challenge, but then that's also a negative like... Sometimes we're just tired and we're like, bro, Adam Maseri, can you just stop with the updates? Like I want to have my uh, Friday afternoon wine without some sudden breaking news on Instagram. But despite it all, I do really love my job and I love being able to teach you guys and let you in on all of my strategy. And that's what we're going to be diving into. So let's kick things off by discussing the results. Now that $29,000 that I rattled off at the beginning of this episode was a little bit of a clickbait. I'm trying to get you interested, but it's true. So it's not exactly false clickbait. It's real. It's the real deal. And the reason why I started with talking about revenue is because I believe this is the most important metric, probably second only to profit, revenue and profit. They kind of go in hand in hand, but these are the most important metrics to be tracking in your business. It's so easy to get caught up in these vanity metrics on social media, like followers, likes, comments, saves. It can become really obsessive, especially when you're working in the social media space and you're not only monitoring analytics for yourself, but for your clients. And you have this pressure that if you don't perform, you're like, oh my gosh, are my clients going to drop me? It is quite a hard cycle to break. And this is why looking at all my metrics from this 30-day challenge, which I'm going to go into in a second, this revenue number is the one that I'm most proud of. Now, the 30-day challenge that I did was 
basically trying to post two reels a day. And some days I was doing a graphic or a carousel as well, but it was predominantly like 80 to 90% of the material I was posting was reels focused. I know there's lots of people out there who run 30 day reels challenges, but I really wanted to push myself to see if I could do two reels a day. So not just one every day, not just 30 reels. I wanted to go all in and try do 60. Spoiler alert, I didn't quite get to 60. <laughs> I got about halfway through the challenge and I dropped to once a day rather than twice a day, but I'm really pleased with the results. Overall, I had about 250, I believe it was, new followers. And although this doesn't sound like a huge amount, when I looked back at my previous metrics from the other months that I would sit around 100 to 150 new followers a month. So 250 was still a significant increase for me. And hey, let's remember, if you put 250 people in a room, it would be pretty damn crowded. So never underestimate the value and the power of just having something as small as 100 followers. 100 followers are still a lot of genuine people. And you guys know something that I preach here on the Dishing Up Digital podcast and in all of my courses, that it's all about the quality of your followers. You really want an engaged audience. So by growing your account in this slow but steady way, you're really going to attract those quality followers followers and really get people who genuinely like your work and want to engage with it. You're not just like a one hit wonder going viral and a whole bunch of people follow you and then they forget about you next week kind of thing. And then they hit unfollow or your, your follow account just starts going really yo-yo. Out of all the reels I posted, I had a couple go semi-viral. One got up to 70,000 views. And then I had a few others that were in the 10 to 15K view mark. And then the majority were kind of getting on average around 2,000 views, which was still pretty good for me. I would say I want every reel that I post minimum to get 1,000 views. And if it gets 2,000, then I'm feeling pretty happy. And one thing I always talk about with daily posting is when you're showing up in someone's feed every single day, you'll often notice a drop in engagement because you've just got so much content out there that your audience isn't feeling and inclined to like your posts because they're not as special anymore. That's kind of how I phrase it. Like if you show up every single day, your content is just there and your audience kind of takes it for granted a little bit. So I've noticed this switch every time I've done it myself or for my clients. When I take on a challenge of posting daily, whether it's for a launch or a 30 day push like this, there can be a drop in likes. And I have even said this in my last launch analysis I did on my course, The Dishing Up Digital School. I did this really awesome training session for my students. It's in my course, Get the Gram, the replay. And it really dives into like how for a launch, I always prepare for a drop in likes. So I was doing the same with this 30 day challenge, but I was quite pleased that it didn't really drop too low. There were definitely some posts that got like 30 likes and I was like, that's kind of embarrassing. But once again, we don't care about the vanity metrics. It's okay. We still value reaching those 30 people. We still love those 30 people that hit that like button. So yeah, overall, there were a couple of dips like that, but I saw some really awesome results. I had a very strategic approach to my 30 day challenge as well. I wanted to make sure that I was not just getting new followers, but I was also funneling people onto my email list. So very strategically in the second week of my four week challenge, 
I launched a new freebie. So I was promoting that in a lot of my reels. And I also did a graphic post and of course stories as well. Then in the third week is when I did a big promotion for my course, The Dishing Up Digital School. And I don't think it's any coincidence that that was my biggest launch ever. My daily posting up until that launch really did prime my audience and get them ready to buy so that when I launched that promotion, it was really snapped up. People knew it was a good deal. They had to get in on it. I'd been developing this trust and connection with them over the previous two or three weeks. And I really do believe when you're showing up consistently for your followers and you're showing up really regularly, it does keep you top of mind in a very competitive industry, right? Like I'm not the only one teaching social media. I'm not the only one teaching social media management. There's a lot of other really awesome creators out there. But by really engaging with my community, by really posting high quality and consistent content every single day, it did keep me top of mind and it did start really great conversation in my DMs, which I loved. And we also love conversations in the DMs because if you guys know anything about the Instagram algorithm, the more you have interactions with someone, the more your posts are going to rank higher in the feed. So if I'm having a DM with, let's say, Olivia, we're chatting backwards and forth about my programs, or she has a question about social media management, blah, 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 chatting backwards and forth. Next time I post something, the algorithm is going to be like, hey, Olivia really likes Alan's content. She's been interested interacting with her, sending her voice messages, and let's make sure she sees this most recent post by Alan. So that's kind of a benefit of DMing people, but also DMs is where you can really close a sale. So it's where I send people links to videos with more info about my programs. I send voice notes. I respond to their questions. If anyone's listening and they are interested in signing up for my course or want to just chat to me about the podcast, do jump over to my Instagram. It's at Alan McKenzie. Alan with an E, by the way. I just have a terrible Kiwi accent that makes it sound like an A. But you can find me there and I'm always chatting to people. And there was definitely an uptick in conversations when I was posting more consistently. And I think my reach, the other metric that I thought was quite interesting, my reach increased by something ridiculous, like 700%. So I was reaching over 100,000 people on Instagram during my 30-day challenge. Can we just take a moment for that? Like 100,000 people, that's like the size of a small city. Well, in New Zealand, at least, we only have 5 million people in our country. (laughs) Everyone in the States is going to be like, what? You mean like some really small, remote, rural town, maybe, Ellen? But anyway, I think overall, it gave a real spike in my metrics on Instagram, gave me some growth. Maybe I think deep down, I do wish I'd had a couple more viral videos or I could have hit my follower growth to maybe like 500 new followers, but I'm not going to turn my nose up at the results that I got. Before we jump into my thoughts on if this challenge is worth it and my strategy moving forward, I want to talk a little bit about why I decided to do this challenge because I think this is a really important point to address for you guys who are crafting your own Instagram strategy right now. Creating goals gives you really clear guidelines for the kind of content you're going to create. What I mean by this is if you're 
main goal right now is growth. Like you need more followers. You want to grow your audience. You're going to create predominantly more reels. If your goal at the moment is about nurturing, connecting, you're going to do predominantly more like graphic posts or kind of inspirational story type reels maybe. And this is what I mean by when you have a goal, you'd link that to the type of content that you're going to create. Maybe if you were doing things uh, focusing on nurturing, you would also do more live streams because you really want to connect and engage with your audience and lives are a great way to do that as well. One thing I've been pointing out to people when I discuss this 30-day challenge is that my focus really is on growth, like a lot of growth this year for 2022 in terms of my audience, because I have booked out my social media management services. I have consistent clients there, and I have a proven course that works wonders, and we have over 50 students enrolled in the Dishing Up Digital School, which is super exciting. So I have proven my offer. I have shown that it's profitable. I've shown that it works. It gets results for people. And now it's just about getting more eyeballs onto my courses and programs. Obviously, like I just said, Reels is a fantastic way to do that. And that was why I really shifted and decided to take on this challenge. I'd seen so many other creators getting really awesome growth and new followers from posting twice a day. And I'll also admit, like, I was just feeling a little bit stale, a little bit bored of my current Instagram strategy. And this is one lesson I really want you guys to take away from this episode is with your Instagram strategy, it does need to be evolving and changing, whether that's for yourself or for your clients, because you're going to get bored, but also your followers are going to get bored of your content, right? This is why I often change up my graphics or fonts or like a little bit of the style of content. I'm creating or the location that I'm filming a reel, I'm always mixing these up because I'm very aware of short attention spans on social media, how much competition there is for space and eyeballs. So I want to make sure things are interesting for my followers. And if you're noticing a dip in engagement right now, maybe you do need to be a little bit more creative and start mixing up your, your content. To celebrate season two of the Dishing Up Digital podcast, I'm giving away my Instagram Reels and Photography course, GramCam, for free. All you have to do to enter is jump onto Apple Podcasts, leave a review, screenshot that, and either post it to your stories or send it to me via DM on Instagram, and then I will send you all the details on how to redeem the course. This course is valued at $299, US so it is an absolute steal and a huge opportunity to cash in on this. This promotion is running till the end of September. So make sure you get your reviews in quick and thank you so much. Choosing to do this 30 day challenge really did spice things up for me, give me something fun to work towards. And the approach that I actually took for those curious is I did bulk record almost all of my reels. I dedicated a day in my calendar, blocked that out and was like, cool, we're going to film. And I'd done research probably the whole week leading up to that, finding reels I liked, thinking of outfits, locations, and putting together 
very in-depth list of what I needed to film. Like I had on my ClickUp board the links to the audio that I needed, any examples. I wrote out scripts for my chatty reels as well, which was really important. So when it came to filming, I just smashed out something ridiculous, like 29 reels in one day. And then the other reels, I wanted to reuse some of my past content. So reusing clips from past reels or reposting reels that did really well previously. And also just editing up using B-roll or daily vlogs or things like that that I could edit up to trending music. I then had about maybe like two days editing all of those because I knew <laughs> I knew that I was going to get lazy throughout the challenge. Like I literally predicted my two week slump. So I knew I had to really put in the hard yards in the beginning to make sure my content was all prepped and ready to go for this challenge. I couldn't film a reel every day. I just don't have that in me. Like I do not look this pretty every day filming uh, podcasts or creating content guys. Like majority of the time I'm in my panda onesie or my Udi. Those are my comfy clothes on rotation. Your girl has oily hair and a messy bun. I've got slippers on and I probably have chocolate around my face from like smashing chocolate brownie or something. Like it ain't cute. <laughs> and I really wanted to give myself breathing room and flexibility to still have those days that I needed and needed to be comfy and on the couch or, you know, had needed to take a Friday off because I was really tired. So by preparing my content in bulk, yes, I might miss out on a couple of like hot trendy things. Like I might be jumping onto a trend a little bit late but honestly I don't find that makes a massive difference on Instagram maybe it's a little bit of a different story for TikTok but Instagram the reels audios that trend really do have a long a lot of longevity and by filming around 30 reels I still had 30 to go obviously it did give me some flexibility if one trendy you know super trendy reel did pop up that I wanted to jump on I could do that right like I had a few they weren't ones that I filmed but they were montages built around b-roll and text and those were ones that I just jumped on and ended up editing like day of which I did really like because I am a very creative person so that left me lots of room to be creative and and be spontaneous with my content still while having this backlog or this whole library of content ready to go for the days that I didn't feel creative. Now this ties really nicely into the last thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode and that is was it worth it? And you might have listened to this entire episode and now be like, yes, I want to do a 30 day challenge. This sounds so fantastic. Like Alan just said all of these great positive things about it. And it might surprise you to hear that I actually do not recommend doing a 30 day challenge. I personally had fun doing it, but I will probably never do it again, especially the posting twice a day. I did realize about halfway through, like it was just exhausting. And about halfway through the challenge, my sister also got engaged. We had all of these family dinners. And then uh, some of my mates were having a wedding that same week. So I had an engagement, I had a wedding. And I always think it's important to balance your business with, you know, life, friendships, family. That's really important to me. So I ended up dropping just to one reel a week that week. And then continuing at that one kind of pace. I think there were a couple of days towards the end where I put two up. But I cannot lie, it is so tiring and I definitely got creatively burnt out by the end of it. I got to the end of the month and I hated the videos that I had left, right? So the videos that I'd filmed a month prior when I'd batched my content, I was like, ew, this one's dumb. I don't want to post this anymore. 
And I was just really tired of creating content. And this is what I really wanted to point out in this podcast episode. A lot of the creators that I admire who post every single day or twice a day, these are creators who have a whole team behind them. And realistically, the people I'm speaking to on this podcast, you guys are like me, you're solopreneurs. I have a couple of contractors who work with me. Shout out to Hannah and Fleur, you're amazing. But for the most part, I am doing this on my own, especially when it's my social media content. I do all of that on my own. So to be creating it, coming up with captions, hashtags, posting it, monitoring comments, that is a huge amount of work. And it is so damn easy for a creator who has a virtual assistant or a social media manager or a content writer to be able to like, yeah, you should just post twice a day and grow on Instagram this way. Like it's so easy for them to say that when they're not actually doing all of that work, right? They're not the one every single day trying to put that post up. And I think we need to remove some of that pressure of comparing ourselves to creators like that. We need to remember that we are solopreneurs and we do need to juggle all of the tasks in our business. And one of the key things to remember is to look at your business and see what are the money making tasks. What things do you do that directly generate income for your business? Because I can guarantee you, if you're a new social media manager and you've only got 10 followers on Instagram, it's great to be investing some time into growing that platform. But the best way for you to actually book clients is to get out there and start emailing people. Those who have done my course or are regular listeners here on the podcast, you'll know that I always preach this. You always need to be going after clients, not just waiting for them to come to you. So if you are someone who's short on time, maybe you are juggling the side hustle with your full-time gig and you're looking at doing a 30-day challenge, I wouldn't recommend it because you're already stretched really thin with a full-time job and your side hustle. And if you want to be making money in order to quit your full-time job and go all in on your business, you need to be focusing on getting clients, getting out there and doing things that generate money in your business. The reality is we only have so much time in our day, right? So for me to do this 30 day challenge, as you guys will know, as I said in the intro, I did stop posting on my podcast. I did not upload as many YouTube videos. I really sacrificed some of the other sort of content creation that I do in my business to do this 30 day challenge. And yes, I did have really good revenue results from that. I will say the the month of August, I did the challenge from like mid-July to mid-August and that 29,000 figure that I read out that was for the month of August so it was kind of for half the challenge but the majority of the income did come from my course launch in the beginning of the month and also some really big client projects that I had for the month of August but for me like looking back on this challenge I don't think I will continue to do it or I haven't continued to do it since I stopped the challenge and I don't think I will do it again because I just don't think it's worth it for like the creative burnout is not worth it. The fact that I had to sacrifice my podcast and my YouTube channel, not worth it either. You guys know I'm all about the multi-channel marketing presence. I'm about not putting all your eggs in one basket. One thing about the challenge I will mention was that I was repurposing the videos and putting them on TikTok as well. So I wasn't just posting reels. There were some TikToks in there as well, which is a great thing to be doing right now. 
But my strategy moving forward from here is recognizing, yes, the more you post, the more your reach is going to increase, the more people are going to see your content. Let's be real. If you're posting 10 times a week, you're going to see 10 times more people seeing your content. It's just a numbers game. But I think it's really important with your strategy not to just look at numbers and growth and also check in and see what's sustainable for your business. Like for me, this just wasn't sustainable. And also I have so many other projects that I want to invest time and love into. And to be honest, like I love filming reels. It's awesome. But I just... I also love doing podcasts and I love writing. And for me, my business is all about doing what I love. I'm not going to do something just because someone tells me that's the only way to be successful, or I'm not going to post reels every single day for an entire year to grow on Instagram because that doesn't align with my values and the kind of business I'm trying to build, which is a flexible and freedom-based business. Moving forward, my goal is to just continue posting around three times a week and and whenever I have a big launch, it's going to go back to daily posting. The time frame of about one to two weeks, I think is definitely achievable and manageable for me. And I think it's really beneficial for my course launches. But on the off launch time, when I'm not actively promoting a sale or promotion, I will be sticking to a three to four time weekly schedule. I think I'll definitely still batch content. I don't know if I'd ever film 30 reels in one day again, but it's really Really cool to see that I can do it and I am capable. My sweet spot is usually around 10 reels. I'll film that in a day and it will keep keep me running for about a month because I mean, one of the best things about my business now that I've been in it for like almost four years, I can't remember if it's three or four, I'm really bad at math, but one of the really cool things is that I have so much past video content that I can repurpose. So if I film 10 new reels a month, it means I'm not just posting 10, I'm probably posting like 20. So that that probably is one plus to doing the 30 day challenge as well. I have also just sold this package or have sold this package to a client and we're in the midst of that challenge for her. And that's been really awesome to see how I did it for myself and then was able to show the results and book a new client for that. So I basically storyboarded all of her reels. She filmed them. I'm editing and posting them and taking care of the captions, engagement, all of that kind of stuff. But that was definitely another like monetary win that came out of that challenge. But one thing that I explained to this client who wasn't super keen on reels, hadn't really done that many. I was like, well, once you do a 30 day challenge, you've got 30 reels that you can repurpose and use again. Like that clip of you sitting at your laptop, we can reuse that next month. Or that audio of you giggling, tapping on your phone, we could reuse that. Like you can even reuse the same audio. I have a cheering audio that I've used myself twice. I've used it for several other clients multiple times and it still works like a charm. So don't be afraid to reuse old reels. What I do is I save the video without text, uh, the edited version without text. So then I can just go back to the that file and reuse that and add new text relevant to whatever I want to say. It's not like a blanket copy and repaste. Sometimes it is if it's been a while since I posted that reel and I really just want to share the message again. But other times it's just tweaking and updating the text to a new message. So with that being said, I'm hoping I have covered everything you guys have sort of wondered about my 30 day challenge. I hope this has given you a really good insight into creating your own Instagram strategy. If you want to dive in with a 30 day challenge like this, 
or adapt the 30 day challenge to suit you. Maybe it's posting every second day. Maybe it's posting four to five times a week. Creating something that works for you is the key thing that I really want to get across with this episode. So thanks again so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.